It is the 200 level, episode 314. Mike Carpenter in the basement on this, what is it, a Tuesday? Tuesday night for Illinois, Nebraska. Second half about to get underway in Illinois, leading by 13, not 13, by 11. I think it's what, 34 to 23 at halftime. And I thought overall a pretty impressive first half. You got to consider the opponent. I mean, this is a game that Illinois has to win, and I don't care if it's by one point or by 20, but. If we were looking for style points in a first half that was full of foul calls, I mean, the refs were whistle happy, which is commonplace in the Big Ten, and just a little bit of sloppy basketball. Overall, what impressed me the most with Illinois was the energy, and I know that's kind of an intangible thing to try to quantify, but they looked like a team ready to play. And when you consider the three-game skid that put us all in a really bad mood, and thinking that the season was not going in any positive direction, this is a step in the right direction. If they win tonight, and you couple that with the Wisconsin win on Saturday, that sets up a Friday night game against Michigan State, which will be electric at the State Farm Center. And since me and my wife, who's a Michigan State alum, are going, I want to be able to experience that. And I want her to be able to experience that, because paint the whole orange, Friday night, 8 o'clock tip against a Big Ten rival, that's worth getting up for. And winning this game against Nebraska would go a long way in solidifying that atmosphere. It's going to be good no matter what, but I would rather be good in a celebratory way instead of a desperate way. If Illinois were to lose this game against Nebraska, all of a sudden that Michigan State game becomes a must-win in a very desperate fashion. I'd rather have that be a night where you say, let's get back to 500 of the Big Ten. Let's get to 12-5 and overall. Well on our way to the NCAA tournament. And more importantly, just playing well. And for me, it's really that simple. Just play well. Play good basketball. And look like a cohesive unit. And I think tonight, more, more than they have in a while, this looks like a cohesive team. They're not perfect. They got plenty of issues. But when you couple... Terrence Shannon Jr.'s performance with, I think, lively performances from the freshmen, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm I'm having a good time in in a way that I haven't, of course, the Wisconsin game, but this is kind of a continuation of that second half against Wisconsin. I'm going to let you know exactly when we get underway. I'll hit the sponsors at the first media timeout as we got Sean Morrison, Kevin Kugler on the call, but I can't hear them. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight on the YouTube feed. 12 of you so far. I'm going to get to the chat window here in just a second. And boy, <laughs> the guy behind the announcers just looks like, eh, whatever. Got to love Nebraska. You know, uh, I, I can't hate them because without Nebraska basketball, we do not have a Big Ten title last year. So I, I can't hate them. Number four, he hurt his shoulder uh, after that missed free throw by Illinois. So he looks to be out. We'll see if Wilhelm Brandenbach gets back in. We're underway. So if you're timing it up, 19.55 now to go in the game. Nebraska with the ball to start the second half. I don't know their names, so I'm not going to try to pretend. I'll just give you numbers. 13, I know, is Walker, and he's taking it down low on Dane Danger. Nice take, but better defense by Danger. Good start for Illinois. Danger with only two points, I think, in the first half and two fouls. The second foul was a ridiculous call, one of a few by the refs. Sincere taking it to the rim. Oh, my gosh. I love Sincere. That layup doesn't quite go in, but boy, oh boy, any any sort of offensive game to speak of, that's what he's got to work on. There is no offensive game. He can't make layups really well. He missed the dunk. 
I thought he might have gotten fouled on that, and he certainly can't shoot. But, man, I love that kid, and that's that's what we got to do in the summer, Sincere, and I'm sure he will. Bad pass from Coleman that leads to a foul for Sincere. So, after a good start from Danger on the defensive end, Nebraska gets a bucket and then a silly turnover and foul, and I'm going to really blame Coleman for that. Cross court to Sincere and number 25 right up for Nebraska. Nine-point lead, 19 to go in the second half. And Coleman is late on the break, and his guy dunks it. And he's yelling at one of his guys to help. Shut up, Coleman. Just shut. Dude. You just when you like the kid, he, he does. Oh, man. His, his little histrionics can really piss me off sometimes. He's taking it right on a pick from Dane. Picks up his dribble. He throws it across court to Meyer. We need this. He doesn't get the three, but Dane Danger gets the rebound. He's trying to take it. Over to his right, he finds Meyer again, who wants another three, and this one is up and no good. You got to make the three, Meyer. He's been worthless today and really hasn't done a whole heck of a lot since uh, whatever happened last week. And now Nebraska has a five-point game, and what started off as a good defensive possession by Dane Danger has resulted in your veterans being stupid. Boy, did this take a turn and a timeout from Underwood. I, I want to like this team. I do. But boy, oh boy, do Coleman and Matthew Meyer make it hard sometimes. For guys as old as they are, and supposedly have a high basketball IQ, they are just absolute dimwits sometimes. Of course, Matthew Meyer let his guy skip right past him on that because he doesn't play defense and doesn't want to. And sometimes I just wish they'd set his ass down. If he's not making shots, I really don't understand the point of a Matthew Meyer. And... His little pissy attitude doesn't help either. I I don't like I don't like him. Sorry. Hey everybody, uh, let me hit up the chat room in just a bit, but want to hit the sponsors as I start chastising twenty two year olds. Not very mature, perhaps, but such as uh, the new name image likeness era of college sports. Which, by the way, it looks like Brett Bielema took a hit with that today. With um, Avery Jones, the four-star center, now going to Auburn, probably for a little bit of money, I'm guessing. I know Bielema was pretty ticked if you're judging off of the tweets he had. DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices. dpdoe.com, custom zones with any topping you want and some of their favorites like the Maui Wowie and the Buffer Zone at dpdoe.com. Rector Construction, online at R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com. These guys are great with any home exterior project, so go online and get a free estimate today. And we are approaching springtime, but these guys work 12 months a year. That is RectorConstruction.com. State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, online at BrianIsMyGuy.com. Life Auto Home Business Renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well. By the way, Brian is going to be joining me for the game at Wisconsin on January 28th. So we're going to have someone down here to talk with during the game, which will be nice. But I do appreciate you YouTube chat window people because you give me plenty of fodder as well. That's brianismyguy.com. And finally, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Um, not online. Give them a call. That's a lot easier. At 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing is your home's best friend. And as we get a little bit closer to springtime, might as well get that AC check scheduled. We already have ours scheduled, and we did that at the same time that we got our furnace check. So these guys are the best. They serve all of East Central Illinois at 217-841-4728. All right, six points in the paint already for Nebraska this half. 
And the veterans have let you down. Other than Terrence Shannon Jr., who has been phenomenal. And I think he has 17 points. But really, there was a cohesion that we saw with Illinois. I thought the last six minutes of that first half. It was with Matthew Meyer on the bench. And I don't want to put this guy on my crap list, but I really don't have a lot of use for him right now. There's not a lot he's bringing to the table. This is a cross-court pass to Coleman, and we need the three, and he makes it. Thank you, Coleman. I always loved you. Eight-point lead for Illinois and a nicely drawn play out of the timeout by Bruce Bruce Weber. Jesus. I saw Bruce during halftime, and I had a little Freudian slip there. 17.40 to go, and Coleman gets in the passing lane. Terrence almost gets the steal, and we're going to have a timeout by Nebraska. So this half is going to go an hour and 10 minutes. You know, is it ridiculous to criticize, even if they're veterans, college players? I've I've talked about this a few times in the last month. I've talked about, actually, more than that. I would have to go back about two months almost to the UCLA game. And when I criticized Coleman's awful first half performance. And is it okay to do that just because they're getting paid a little bit? You know, I mean, essentially, that's my rationale with it. I think the frustration is that we know the makeup of this team is an odd mix of veterans and young guys. And while you could argue that some of these veterans are really getting their first significant tick as featured players, all you're asking them to do is not be stars all the time, but don't be the boneheads. If a Jaden Epps or a Sincere Harris or a Ty Rogers does something silly, fine. We knew that comes with the territory, but not for someone that has been playing as long as some of these guys have. All right, so this is Derek Walker here from the free throw line, trying to drive on Danger. Danger keeps him in front of him. Great defense. Gets a block. Back to Walker. He's trying to get it up there. And another block from Danger. That's fantastic defense from Dane Danger, who, while not a veteran, sometimes plays like it. And I think his defense is somewhat underrated. He has this really great knack for blocking without, without fouling. And that's... Hard to see. All right. Uh, chat window. Light it up here because a lot has happened already in the first three minutes of this half. So it went from good to bad and now maybe good again. Eight-point lead for Illinois with 17-10 to go. This is Coleman trying to drive it a little bit. Back up top to Sincere. Sincere back to Coleman. Left side of the perimeter. Up top to Terrence with 17.03 to go. Five on the shot clock. So Coleman's just going to have to launch one, it looks like. He has a 16-footer, and that's a nice-looking shot. Coleman, the dribble. What, 3-4 dribbles, 16-footer. Very nice. 10-point lead for Illinois. So five in a row here for Illinois, but a quick, easy two for Wilcher, I think is the guy's name for Nebraska. And they're getting some easy cuts to the basket this half. 11-point lead down to an 8-point lead. 16-35 to go. It was all the way down to a 5-point lead. And they're a block. Good call. A block here on Nebraska. Get in front of Coleman. This kid, number five for Nebraska, and I hate to racial profile here, but is one of the worst free throw shooters I've ever seen. For a guy that looks like he belongs in the Wisconsin Badgers. Can't shoot free throws. Weird. All right, Illinois with the ball. 16.25 to go. This is Matthew Meyer. Kicks it back up top to Coleman. Top of the perimeter. He's about 35 feet away from the basket. That's a long three. It's no good. I, I don't know whatever 
That's pretty bad. I mean, there was plenty of time on the shot clock, wasn't there? Sincere trying to get the steal. He does not quite get it. Nebraska ball was 16.05 to go. And here's a three from Nebraska. It is up. It is no good. All right. Good break there for Illinois. Eight-point lead. It'd be nice to get a bucket going the first media timeout, essentially where you started, and withstand that early punch from Nebraska with a counterpunch of your own. Nice entry from Coleman and Dane with an easy put-in. Great hands from Dane and a nice entry from Coleman to go back to a 10-point lead. I'll give Coleman this. He's active in most every play. And I'm never questioning his effort, but a nice steal from Illinois here. They got a three-on-one, and this is going to be an alley-oop to Coleman from Terrence Shannon Jr. Beautiful. Back to a 12-point lead. And what I like the most, and this might sound meatball-y, the reaction from the team afterwards and the guys on the court, the guys on the bench. Truly celebratory, talking, high-fiving, something that we were not seeing in that three-game skid. This is going to be a long two for Nebraska. No good from the free throw line. And Illinois taking it back here with a little pep in their step. It got down to a five-point lead. Now it's back to 12. Coleman going to take it baseline. Back up top to Terrence Shannon Jr. Over to Matthew Meyer. We need this three, Matthew. He makes it. I always believed in him. 15-point lead for Illinois with 14.53 to go. And here's the thing that I'm impressed with is the response the response from when you were up five and a 12-2 scoring run in now what it says, three minutes and 10 seconds. Fantastic response from this Illinois team. All right, so this is number five for a long three. It is up and no good, but a long rebound to Nebraska. So the shot clock back up to 20. Dane gets his hands in there, and they're going to call foul on the floor, which I think is actually BS because he got all ball. But you know what? We'll take it. Nebraska will just get the ball out. Illinois, just like that. 15-point lead. Whoa. Oh. Big Toyota says, I believe you swayed my opinion. Now that they're getting paid and in basketball and football is just free agency, if if play deserves criticism, they have to accept it. Oh, and I'm, I'm kind of struggling with the Toyota, but obviously not that much because I continue to do it. want to hit real quick as an anecdote of this NIL era. Avery Jones was committed to Illinois to be the center next year. And that was the assumption. He'd already moved to campus. He was ready to go. <clears throat> and he just up and leaves. Why? Well, Hugh Freese and Auburn and their boosters paid him more money. And I'm not going to fault the kid for that, you know, especially if he's getting a lot of money down there, which I would assume he is to make that move. But that's what we're facing now for revenue sports. And Illinois is in that position where for football and basketball, you are going to continue to bring in guys in the NIL transfer portal kind of era, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I want to play that game because I think you need to if you're going to have the ultimate success. Conference championships and then maybe more than that. So with that as the understanding, I, I'm i okay with – if you're getting paid, all I – I'm not going to criticize someone unless they do just boneheaded stuff. I'm not going to criticize you for playing hard and missing a shot. I'm not going to criticize you for being too active in the passing lane and you jump it and then, ah, that guy got past you that one time. I mean, I'm going to get a little bit frustrated, though, with veteran guys that make completely boneheaded decisions. Now, with football, that might be a little bit trickier because you just got, what, 22 guys that you got to keep track of. And with basketball, it's a little bit easier to pinpoint mistakes and errors that players make. That might be unfair to them, for sure. But all I ask, don't be boneheaded. And what I like about what Illinois just did there was despite a really rough minute 
they immediately responded. I'm assuming that it was fairly loud at that stadium when all that was going on. And there was no cowering or anything. In fact, it was the exact opposite. It seemed to kind of liven this team up. And that goes for the two guys that I called out, Matthew Meyer and Coleman Hawkins. So that was a very impressive response. And just like that, you're up 15. Ugh, I can already feel my voice going. All right, so we're watching here in the Big Ten Network. They got some guy that putted from one baseline to the other. And did he get it in the Huskers? Did he win a free car? Oh, he did not. This makes me think of all the things they're doing at timeouts and halftime for Illinois as we're underway again. I really think the game day experience at State Farm Center is better than it's ever been. And I'm excited to get back on Friday for that Michigan State game. All right, Coleman playing the passing lanes. And all they're going to say it's at the top of the backboard. Which may be the correct call, but God dang it, these guys love their whistles. There was a really good play from Ty in, towards the end of the first half where he got the steal and they get a charge here. Is this going to be in Derek Walker? I think a pick may be up top. Regardless, there was a great play from Ty. He gets on the four, gets the steal, and he taps it up, and it would have been an easy break for Illinois. But no, we got to call the foul on the Huskers guy, which I wish they had clear path fouls in the NBA. That may not have qualified on that play, but God dang, stop blowing your whistles. I want to. I got an early day tomorrow with school. But maybe we can just be up 25 with eight minutes to go, and I'll, I'll go to bed early. All right, so a kickball here from Nebraska with 1407. Coda guy says that was so close close to a Porsche. He was going for a Porsche. Jesus. Alani Brickle says it was so fun at the Wisconsin game this weekend. Happy I was able to make time to drive down. Heck, I'll say this, Alani Brickle. This is the three from RJ up and good. Oh, boy. It's an 18-point Illinois lead. Are we getting the mojo back? I know it's Nebraska, but are we? But to your point, Alani Brickle, I was at the Penn State game, and we know the result. But God dang, I mean, that, that place on 11 a.m. on a Saturday in December was electric. So it really is a special home court advantage. And do what you got to do here. And then, boy, oh, boy, is Friday going to be just awesome. A good liquored up crowd, all decked out in orange. I like that they're making it paint the whole orange like the first time they did it against Michigan State. Here's Terrence Shannon back up top to Matthew Meyer. Matthew back to Terrence on the left side of the perimeter here. 10 to go in the shot clock. Coleman, nice little entry fee to Jaden, who finds Matthew Meyer on this baseline for another three. Now we're red hot. God dang. 18-point Illinois lead. 51 to 33 with 13 minutes to go. Maybe they just, maybe Matthew and Coleman just needed the pep talk from fanboy Carp. Who knows? And of course, I'm being facetious. Trust me. Okay. A little bucket there for Derek Walker. He's a good player. Easily the best on Nebraska, right? Though I love Tominaga. I do not know why he does not get more play for them because he averages like 10 points a game. He kept getting Illinois to bite on the pump fake. 12.35 to go. Jay Neps up top to Coleman. Over to RJ. Over to Matthew. Over to Terrence. Trying to take a baseline. Thought he stepped out of bounds. He does not. And it's going to be out of bounds, fortunately, on Nebraska. We have six on the shot clock. All right. This says, uh, let's see, from Jacob. Great ball movement. To me... Jacob, that's been the most promising thing offensively for the last 25 minutes of game time. Sorry, not 25, last 15 minutes of game time. First 10 were a little bit rough, but you started to see the seeds of it. And then really the, the second half of the first half, I thought Illinois' offense looked great. 
long three from Coleman, but he misses the front end, but TJ is there to get the board. He gets fouled on the floor. Illinois will get a fresh shot clock. But yeah, to me, Jacob, that is the biggest thing is the ball movement and a renewed focus. And 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 playing free, you know, that's the balance, right? Being focused, but also playing with some freedom and not being too uptight about it. And whatever's happened in the last three halves of basketball, I am encouraged by that. Okay, this is going to be TJ. So we got 18 on the shot clock. It reset to 20. Coleman up top here. Back to Terrence, right side of the perimeter. 10 to go. Here's Ty Rogers, right side of the perimeter. Back to Terrence. Back to Coleman. Trying to do a little uh, screen action here. Jaden Epps with the 16-footer up and good. 18-point lead again for Illinois. When you're making shots like that, little couple dribbles, shoot the 16-footer for Jaden, that's when you're feeling pretty good. Missed shot here for Nebraska. Illinois chance to go up 20 points. Just like that. It was a five-point lead for Illinois. And then they stretch it right back. Okay, slow down, fellas. Illinois made last six of the last seven here on offense. Terrence up top over to RJ, low side of the perimeter. Ty's cutting over to the baseline. Here's Coleman in the lane, back up top to RJ. The three is up and no good. Ty's trying to get the board. He keeps it alive, and Terrence gets it. Ty is just doing the little things, baby. Here's Coleman taking the baseline. No, up top to RJ. RJ drive to Ty, back up top. Look at the ball movement. You might say a little too passive, and that's okay. But Terrence takes it in, no problem. 20-point Illinois lead. I Timeout Nebraska. That was awesome. It all started with a Ty Rogers tip to keep that play alive. And we got pass happy, but I'd rather be pass happy than what we saw in the Northwestern game where we just were chucking 30-foot three-pointers. There is a renewed vigor and energy right now. That is worth being excited about. And you know me from last week. Didn't do the post-Northwestern pod. Wait until the next day. I was pissed. I was pissed after the Missouri game. Wasn't really after the Penn State, but then you realized that wasn't the aberration. That was the start of a valley for this team. But, hey, I don't need a Big Ten title this year. I just want to make the tournament make some noise. And to see this group of guys respond like that, and even on a microcosm. You have a three-game valley, and then you got out of that, so it looks. But to have a 11-point lead go to five in about a minute and a half, and then within the next three minutes, essentially stretch that out to a 20-point lead, that kind of response is not something we saw in the last month. I'm impressed. Wow. From Eric, Ty is a beast. Your guy is coming into his own. Eric, I have not bought the Ty Rogers jersey yet. But man, is he playing free. You know, and here's the thing. He's not trying to score. He is if it's an open shot, but he's not forcing anything. He is the guy, the the Swiss Army knife that's doing the little things. And I know that you can't have him and Ty on the court too much at the same time together. Because then you have two guys that can't really score yet but man does Ty look the part he's aggressive he just has a knack he has a nose for things and what I'm most excited about is that the game appears to slow down a little bit for him it seemed like he was completely lost in the two minutes against Northwestern I had to go back and watch that big mistake but yeah the two minutes of tick he got he was a complete non-factor look lost and then the last two games 
kind of by, you know, Sky Clark weaving, you have to play Ty. I think it's working out okay. Speaking of Ty, or speaking of Sky, let's see here. This is from Jacob. Hate to say it, but I think Sky was a cancer. Jacob will never know. For sure, right? I mean, there, there will never be anything official that comes out about that, but let's say this team just rattles off 8 of 10 and, you know, they they get back in the top 25 and they're a top 4 team in the Big Ten. Let's say they do that, right? And I think that's totally feasible. Getting back in the top 25, top 4 finish in the Big Ten. Well, then you would look at that, wouldn't you? And I don't want to say addition by subtraction. You know, it's it's interesting. It's almost like I'm hearing, I'm hearing conflicting things about Sky, including the fact that he's just a nice kid and, and there really weren't issues with him. But nice kid or not, if there was any sort of, I mean, let's focus on, on the on-the-court aspect here. He left you wanting and did not look like, oh, look at Matthew Meyer playing the passing lane. Doesn't get it, but guess what? Ty Rogers gets the board. I might have to go get that Ty Rogers jersey this weekend. Wow, if there was an orange one in time for the paint the whole orange game. He is just playing like a beast right now. Okay, Jaden, over to the corner. I'll get back to the Sky Clark thing, but I'm, I'm having fun with this. Jaden, up top to Matthew Meyer. The three is up. No good, but I love the ball movement there. That's a good-looking shot. That Take it all day. Here's 25 for Nebraska. Jaden keeps him in front of him. Of course, they're going to call a foul because why not, even though that was great defense. But, hey, these guys get paid by the hour, so if this game ends before 10 o'clock, they won't get that extra hour on the timesheet. 10.40 to go, 20-point Illinois lead. They did call it on the ground. The ground, Excuse my voice. So that's good. All right. 10.35. Hey, Tomonaga's back in there. I like that guy. I, I can't hate him. Hey, it's Wilhelm, Wilhelm Brandl. With the goggles, the beard. He looks a little disheveled, but that was a good-looking three. Don't mean to make fun of the kid. But as I said on Twitter, I I can't believe he's actually a basketball player. I think it's like an Andy Kaufman performance artist skit. He he can't really be a D1 basketball player. I hate to judge a book by the cover, but Jaden Epps, he's been a little bit off tonight. This is over to Matthew Meyer. Uh, nice take, but he needs to finish that. And it's a 17-point lead for Illinois with 9.55 to go. Now, here's the good news. They call a block. Sure they do. I thought RJ actually did pretty well there on defense and that the shoulder came into him. But they're going to call the block. It'll be on the ground. Fourth foul for Illinois and three on Nebraska. So that's a far cry from what we had in the first half. All right. What do we got here, chat window? Jacob says, torn between a Rodgers and Epps jersey. I love Epps. I, you know, that's probably the safer bet. But Ty, going into the season, I thought he might not be the biggest stat stuffer. But I do think he's ultimately going to be, ah, uh, Coleman, Jesus Christ. And he's laughing, but block, don't let Wilhelm, blah, blah, <clears throat> Hey, the kid's got his look. He pump fakes Coleman. He gets him to bite on it. Coleman fouls him, and then Coleman laughs. St- like, just stop. If you're laughing at yourself, that's one thing. It dries me up a wall, though. Don't pretend like that wasn't a foul. It was a foul. It was an and one. Unlike the time that Coleman said and one and he didn't even get make his layup. It's just like you, you can be so good and then such. And you know Coleman's a smart basketball player. I think that's what really makes it frustrating. Why does he spaz out sometimes? 
He knows better. We hear about his basketball IQ. We see his basketball IQ. And then he just does things where we're like, what the hell was that? Okay, well, Terrence has been quiet this half. Illinois taking a bit of a counterpunch here. The three from Terrence is no good. And now Nebraska has a chance to bring within 12 or 11, depending on this possession. And a foul on Coleman. Getting handsy. And just like that, the fouls are picking up. And he's like, what, me? Now, that one seemed a little bit soft. Have to see the replay on that. I don't know if that's his third or fourth. God dang. Jacob says 32 looks like he was in the deadliest catch. Yeah, kind of. Kudos to him. But, you know, it always blows my mind. This is a D1 athlete, and he's kind of got a little paunch tummy and no real muscle definition, but the kid probably can ball. So, hey. Now, he wants to shoot a three here. No, he gets the pump fake on danger. And the little hook shot is up and good. So now we're getting punked by Wilhelm Brendenbach. A little frustrating, guys. Well, I Brad Under was not calling the timeout. He's going to let him play through this. And I actually like that call because, you know, let's see. You responded when you were up five and had a counterpunch. Now it's a 12-point lead. This is Matthew Meyer in the corner. The three is up and no good, but Dane gets the board. Nice feed to Matthew, and that's a hard foul right there. But he will go the line for two. What I like about what Dane did there is he didn't force it. And he's a patient guy. What I I like about Kofi sometimes, when he got the ball, it was going to stay there. And he was so good that you couldn't fault him for that. Dane has a pretty good balance of looking for the pass and looking for his own shot. Offensively, his numbers have went down a little bit. But I think he'll regain his composure. Well, not composure. He's got his composure. But I think his stats will eventually find the way back up. Now, Matthew makes his first free throw here to go back up 13. Dave says, a tall, crafty goober with goggles and an Asian dude with a headband firing bombs. Is this an empty pickup game? Dave, they are, they got personality on this Nebraska team. And again, I can't hate them because without them, we don't win a Big Ten title last year. So you're up 14. Meyer makes both. 8.43 to go. Got to get a stop, though. The defense has been lacking in the last three possessions. Denim Dawson. They got a guy named Denim. Why not? Matthew Meyer gets the block, but RJ cannot corral. Oh, wow. That kid, Wilcher, missed a layup. Dang. Matthew Meyer with two monster blocks tonight. He might win me over yet. Not yet, but he might. Okay, this is Jay Nepps over to top of the key now. Terrence Shannon Jr., left side of the perimeter. Jay Nepps, one more skip pass to RJ. Trying to drive it a little bit, and he throws it right to Tomonaga. Oh, my God. Again, I can't I can't hate Tominaga. Here's Wilcher for the three. Up and no good. Big miss, and it's going to go. Yeah, sure, it's going to stay with Nebraska because the guy under the hoop didn't see where it went, but it's a 14-point lead of the under-8 timeout. You, are, you could be in worse positions, like last year when it took Omar Payne to help you win that game. You don't win a Big Ten title without Omar Payne. How about that? So Nebraska really, I mean – the Big Ten Championship went through Lincoln, Nebraska last year, if you can believe it. Real quick and hip, the sponsors, DPDO, online at dpdo.com. All the best deals and prices, dpdo.com. Rector Construction, online at rectorconstruction.com. For all your home exterior projects, that is rectorconstruction.com. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, give them a call at 841-4728. That's 217 841 
4728 Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, all mine at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. All right. Evan says, I really hate that the crowd's still kind of in it. Ah, that'll happen. Yeah, I mean, think about the Penn State game for Illinois. I mean, it was Illinois got within nine, and you would have thought that we were within two. So home crowds will linger. I'll give Nebraska fans this. I mean, they've actually kind of turned that into a decent home venue. Not anywhere close to Maryland, if you recall that back in early December. The greatest home venue in the Big Ten. But solid enough for a program that's not that good. All right, anything else here in the chat window? Yeah, Alana Brickle says, Coleman's gotten beat a bunch of times today. That I, It's just frustrating. Like, I don't need him to be great at anything, but I, I just need him to not have one or two things a game that he's just bad at. Okay, he doesn't need to be great. Just be be the, the Swiss Army knife, to use that term. I use it for Ty Rogers. Of course, Coleman's a better player than Ty. It's kind of funny how we get in this, I don't know, uh, this habit of talking about the NBA prospects of this guy or that guy. Coleman very well may end up in the NBA. But I'm sorry. like the, We can talk about analytics and measurables and all that sort of thing, but as I look at it right now, he's not an NBA player. He might go, but you don't last on NBA teams doing silly stuff consistently. You don't, unless you are an elite talent. And Coleman is an elite specimen with a high basketball IQ that can do a little bit of everything. But what's he great at? Or I should say, what is he consistently great at? Because we do see greatness from him. We really do. His vision on the court, his passing, his defense on occasion. What he was doing at the tail end of last year is really all I need him to do this year. And what the team needs him to do this year. Uh Uh-oh, it's Wilhelm and he makes a three. I just got to laugh. I know right now that Trevor and Isaac are texting. I can't see their text. But boy, were we having fun with Wilhelm Brandelbach. Breidenbach. And he has 11 points, two or three uh, three-pointers. This is Matthew over to RJ, over to Jaden. This is going to be a baseline take for Terrence up and good. And what I love about that, Illinois skipping it around the perimeter, and then Terrence saying, he could have shot the three. He takes it down the baseline and said, 21 for Terrence. He has been on a tear the last two games. Okay, here's a take from 25 for Nebraska. Up and no good, and a good board from Matthew Meyer. Good stop for Illinois. 13-point lead and a chance to stretch this out. Meyer looking for Dane, who's getting doubled up. We don't have numbers, guys, but he gets... Oh, my God. They're going to call a hook on Dane. What a bunch of crap. Or did they call it on Wilcher? Nah, they call it on Dane. I need to look at this again. That is a weak-ass hook. I mean... I'm sorry. I'm biased, but that was a weak-ass call. Now, the thing is, there was no sense in him even doing that because we didn't have numbers. So what Dane usually is good at is saying, no, I don't have it yet, and then he kicks it back out. He didn't do it that time. Kind of forced it, and then you get a silly call from the refs. Good job by Matthew Meyer on the passing lane there. And we get a steal and a foul on Nebraska. Well done. That all started, hey. He's winning me over. That all started with Matthew Meyer defending the passing lane. Nebraska got a little bit out of sorts. He forced the turnover, and they pick up a silly foul. Well done. Coleman with a good help on the defense. 
He tips it, and there is Terrence Shannon Jr. to get it, and he gets fouled by Wilcher. That's the sixth foul on Nebraska. We got 6.44 to go here. It is 9.45 p.m. Central Time. Nine steals for Illinois. Very active defensively. And even with this run from Nebraska, you still got a 13-point lead based on phenomenal defense. Jaden, to the right side. This is Matthew Meyer about 15 feet away. Kicks it back up top to Terrence Shannon Jr. Doesn't force anything to Coleman. Back up top to RJ. RJ, back, no, Jesus Christ. RJ is just, uh, he's lost. I don't know what he's doing, guys. A block from Coleman and uh, two and one. All starts with RJ being a complete dimwit. Why is he out there right now? To shoot threes? Put Ty out there. Put Ty out there or sincere because RJ is completely lost and he is killing you. He's absolutely killing you. There was a moment earlier this game where he made a three to ultimately kind of offset it, but he missed a bad three. Goes the other way, Nebraska makes a three. And I texted the guy saying, that's a six-point swing right there because of RJ. Fortunately, he made his three right after that. But I don't know what he's bringing you right now. So that's on Underwood for playing him in crunch time because he's shown you nothing to be out there in crunch time. Is he still out there? He still is. You are going away from what helped you at the tail end of the first half. And that includes Ty Rogers and Sincere Harris as we got a turnover. 10-point lead for Illinois, 6-0-8. Don't pucker up now, guys. I, I am just really tired of RJ allowing a mistake offensively to lead to an easy bucket on the other end. And that's what his misses often do. Or turnovers, excuse me. That was the Northwestern game, not just RJ, but everybody. Okay, so this is a little backdoor action here. Illinois almost gets the turnover, but not quite. Matthew almost gets the steal. Uh, we got to regroup defensively. We do with five on the shot clock. Derek Walker is going to toss it over to number 10. He's just going to launch it up. He does, and it is no good. And a big miss for Nebraska with 5.35 to go. And now a big possession for Illinois. Now, Illinois has two timeouts. They are not going to take one here. Terrence with the ball to Jaden. Jaden over to RJ. Why he's out there, I have no freaking idea. And he he, he literally shrugged like, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't know, RJ. Figure it out. <laughs> Matthew Meyer, three. But RJ gets the board, and holy crap, RJ just put my own foot in my mouth. Isn't that weird? A stretch where you're like, what the heck is he doing out there? And what does he do? He gets an offensive board and a putback. Now, if this is Underwood playing mind games and saying, I want this guy, I want him to gain his confidence, and you know the team does because I've seen tweets indicating the team is rooting so hard for him. But it can be really difficult when you see someone just that lost. And yet, who's the guy that makes a play that might help you stem the tide here? RJ Melendez. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, hey, that's the funny thing about me sitting in a basement. Now, if I listen to Kedrick Prince, I'm not, I've never played professional or collegiate basketball, so I can't comment on these things. But we're having fun. And uh, chat window people, you can be honest with me. If I'm ever getting a little bit too overboard with criticizing the players, then let me know. But as uh, Big Tota says, keep griping about the players, Carp. It seems to be working tonight. I'm, I'm willing it into existence, Big Tota. God, you stink right now, RJ. Oh, he's got 10 points tonight. Go figure. But, God, it's like he he is a little bit like Coleman in that you feel like if there is a code that finally gets cracked, you really got something. And it's still early enough in his career 
Look at this. Oh, Terrence Shannon's going to help put this away. The steal and the dunk. 14-point Illinois lead. 4.55 to go. And that will quiet the very nice people in Lincoln, Nebraska. They're so nice. Okay, here's, I don't know his name, driving it for Nebraska. He's on the left side trying to take Terrence. And Terrence lowered his arms and got the foul. I don't know if they're going to call that a shooting foul. If so, this kid can't make free throws, so big deal. Looks like Zach Morris. All right, 63-49. to 49. Are they going to go the line? Yes, they are. And this guy's name, again, I don't know. I forget. He does make the first. 13-point lead for Illinois, 4.43 to go. Dreisel, that's it. Wait, does he have any relation to Lefty Dreisel, the Maryland coach? Is going to take a piece of this court home on his face. Dude has lived on the floor tonight. Yeah. Oh, Greisel. Okay, so that's his name. And he misses the second. And no foul on Wilcher? Well, thank you, Ty, for getting the board as Coleman doesn't block out on the free throw. Jesus Christ. Okay, 13-point lead for Illinois, 4.30 to go. Jaden over to Terrence Shannon Jr. Up top, they kind of double him up a little bit. Nice ball movement. Now we're in the corner with Jaden Epps, who's been really quiet offensively tonight. I'd like to see him drive it or something because you know he's got it in him. But Terrence is going to take it. That's probably the right. Nope, nope. Jaden Epps, 16-footer. God, he's a bucket getter. I love that kid. 65-50. to 50. Credit to Coleman. Helped kind of facilitate that ball movement there. And Jay Nevs finishes it. Six points on the night for him. Three, no good for Nebraska. And now it is time to ice this game. Up 15 with 3.55 to go. Very impressive overall performance from Illinois tonight. And if the Wisconsin game was something to build on, so is this ahead of Friday night against Michigan State. Terrence Chandler Jr. up top. Looking to get the pick. Yeah. He's going to take it himself. From the free throw line, the shot is up and good. Wow, that's an NBA shot right there. 67 to 50. And Illinois, for the second time this game, has withstood a counterpunch from Nebraska. I'm impressed. Terrence has 25 points tonight on 10 of 17, 11 boards. That to me is the number that I know Brad Underwood was really kind of talking about. There's got to be more rebounds. Wilhelm misses it. Great defense from Ty Rogers. Got to put the defensive specialist on Wilhelm. With 3.05 to go. And just like that, everybody. Yeah, great defense, says Coda Guy. Absolutely. Well done, Ty. That kid's going to get more and more tick. And RJ's still out there. So, hey. Brad Underwood might know what he's doing. Hey, he's making $4 million to do that. This is RJ. Look at that move. All right. Nice spring to a step over to Jaden. Jaden, back up top to TJ. Uh, he's got to shoot it. Shoot it, Jaden. Ah, he got it off and he made it. Unbelievable. That is the cherry on top. At the buzzer of the shot clock, Jaden Epps makes the three on the feed from Terrence Shannon Jr., an 11-1 scoring run in the last 2.45. This team is playing loose in a good way, a good loose. Not sloppy, but loose. And offensively, the story of the game, what is it? The defense has only given up 50 points so far, or the offense as we get a steal and a break. Give it to Ty, give it to Ty. Coleman, up and in. 22-point lead for Illinois. What a blitz. Well, chat window people, usually I would have Isaac and Trevor help me out with this. What's the title tonight? 
I mean, Terrence was a star again. Anything with Red, anything with Nebraska, Lincoln, Hoiberg, I, I don't know. Um, anything with Wilhelm, I suppose. But if you guys are any good at pun titles, used to bounce that off of Trevor and Isaac, though I can't see their text right now. Wow. Um, I feel more at ease, though this just sets up a really big game against Michigan State because you get back to 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten with home wins against Wisconsin and Michigan State, you start to feel like things equalize a bit and that the three-game losing streak at the start of the Big Ten season was the aberration and not the norm. The exciting thing is, as we said here, it's only January 10th. And while this is Nebraska, you're starting to see this team with the absence of Sky Clark, maybe playing a role, maybe not, they are finally looking the part in the way that they did the first five weeks of the season. All right. David asks, what do you hear about Goody's appointment on Thursday? If all well, would it be return to activity or return to action? Not sure, David. I don't think he's in the boot anymore. That's the thing. You're going to get Luke Goody back at some point. And the great news is you don't need him to do more than, like, I don't know, six, seven minutes a game. Play some D, shoot some threes, and he can do that. I do wonder how different the season is with him. I, I, But then, again, the three losses you had between Penn State, Missouri, and Northwestern were so bad that I don't think Luke Goody alone changes that. But what's important is that you're here and you're feeling pretty good. And they're giving you tangible reasons to feel good. I'm going to hit the sponsors real quick so I can end this right when the game ends. DPDO online at dpdo.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, so get a celebratory calzone, whether it's tonight or late night on Friday, or get a business lunch delivered right to your doorstep at dpdo.com. Rector Construction Online at R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com for all your home exterior projects. That is rectorconstruction.com. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for life, auto, home, business renters, you name it. Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. And finally... Dogtown, heating, air, and plumbing. Give them a call at 217-841-4728. Dogtown, heating, air, and plumbing, your home's best friend. All right. I might cut out a little bit early tonight so I can make sure to get some shut-eye before school tomorrow. Get this uploaded for y'all. YouTubers, I appreciate you guys tuning in this evening. And yeah, this this was a fun evening. I mean, to me, Tomonaga. Oh, he misses it. When he misses it, you know it's not going to be their night. So it's 72-50. to 50. Sincere brings it across the timeline here. I like saying the timeline. It's a good old sports cliche. 145 now to go, and Illinois is just going to try to milk this clock because Brandon Lieb is ready to check in. That's when you know it's closing time. Jaden Epps. Pick from Coleman. Nope. Ty Rogers up top. Back to Jaden. Make something, Jaden. It's yours, baby. The floater. God, I love that kid. He's so good. Well, he's got eight or 10, a quiet eight points or a quiet 10 points, 74 to 50. Man, I'm starting to feel now like we're, we're, we're going to beat Michigan State. And I actually kind of like the Michigan State one tonight at Wisconsin. I would prefer that over facing them after a loss because it's just an Izzo thing. And it's a lot of cool. Oh, Sincere Harris, he has a break here, but he's going to pull it back. 105 to go. He kicks it over to Coleman, who's going to run some clock as the Lincoln, Nebraska stadium is emptying out and Illinois gets... There are reserves in there. Well, on that note, guys, I am going to get out of here a minute early. Um, well, actually, no, I'll, I'll let this. I'll, I'll wait until the very end here. In this last minute, some quick thoughts. 
Michigan State game on Friday night. I've alluded to this and how excited I am for that, but I do think that that's going to be a classic State Farm Center assembly hall atmosphere and cannot wait to be back in there for it. I'll be pumped for it. I'll be thinking about it the rest of the week, to be honest. But what I would hope for this season as we go forward is that we look back on it. Whoa, my God. I'm glad I didn't sign off because Ty Rogers with a monster putback. He's special. Can be. And tonight, I hope, was the the waking up moment for him. 26-point Illinois lead. I, I know Nebraska's not good, but you go on the road and win by that much. The beast has been awoken, it appears. Wow. And now this team's going to be feeling themselves. And that's important for a young team. Illinois shooting 58% in the second half. Good half to do this, right? Remember, it was down to a five-point lead with 18 and a half to go. Illinois is just going to dribble this out here. And that was awesome. So Friday night, hey, I'm not going to be here, of course, to podcast. So on Saturday, we'll do a recap of that. We got some football to talk about as well. And I'm feeling good. What a far cry from a week ago when Karen and I got back from Tampa last Thursday. Or no, not last Wednesday. It was a week ago. That's right. Six days ago, we lost to Northwestern. Six days ago, you lost to Northwestern by 13. And this is how you respond. Encouraging, to say the least. So, I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you enjoy the recap. We'll be back on Saturday to talk in detail about the Michigan State game and hopefully a win that gets Illinois back to 500 in the Big Ten. Right now, they're playing really good basketball, especially in the last three halves. All right. Take care, everybody. YouTube Live. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you for listening at home. You can always, of course, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Maybe Spotify has that feature as well. And then you can follow us on our YouTube page. That's youtube.com forward slash the 200 level. We'll see you soon, everybody. Take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And see you Saturday. It is the 200 level.